Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about clarity. In the previous episode, where I talk about winning over 2020, I mentioned clarity was one of those elements that we need if we want to end the year strong, if we want to show up as a better version of ourselves or leave our best lives. This week, I hosted a five-day Living Your Best Life Challenge, and day two was all about clarity. So I want to summarize some of the key points that I shared in this week's session. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal-getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves, those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. Last week, I talked to you about how do you want to end the year and encouraging you, inviting you to make the last 90 days of this year the best 90 days of the year. I think that is possible. I hope that previous episode inspired you to look for ways to embrace joy for the next 90 days and end the year in a way that when you look back at 2020, whether you're sitting at December 31st or five years from now, you look back and you remember this year, not because of all the challenges that this year has thrown at us, but because of the things that you accomplished this year and the way that you experience joy. I mentioned in the previous episode that one of the elements that we need if we want to live our best lives, if we want to be a better version of ourselves, if we want to achieve a goal, if we want to end the year strong is clarity. Clarity from my point of view, is one of those foundational things that we need before we start any journey. Because if you don't know what is your destination, you're never going to get there. And that is what clarity provides us. Clarity is direction. Clarity gives us direction. I use the analogy of clarity as a compass. When I say direction, probably the first thing that you would think about is a GPS or a map, right, that tells you how to get to your destination. I believe that clarity is more like a compass that is always pointing to the north, to our true north. Having clarity means that we know what is our true north, what is our purpose, what is our vision, what is that we want to accomplish. And I think clarity can be achieved in the bigger picture of things, like what is our vision for our life? Be clear as to what, how we want to live our lives. How do we want to show up as the best version of ourselves? How do we want to be remembered? What legacy do we want to leave? And have clarity around that vision. 
But clarity also applies to our day-to-day, having clarity as to how we want our day to run. How do I want to show up for the next meeting, the next appointment, the next interaction? How do I want to show up today as a wife, as a mom, as a leader? Clarity applies for the next hour block to the rest of our lives. So let me go a little bit deeper into this topic of clarity. As I mentioned, for me, clarity is knowing all the time what is my true north. And I think that the best way to achieve that is by answering some questions to ourselves. I believe that thoughts create emotions, emotions create actions, and actions create results. A lot of times we think about the results that we want to accomplish, but we don't think a lot about what actions are required to take us there, how we need to feel to evoke those actions, or what thoughts are going to evoke those emotions. So having clarity for me means not only having a clear picture in our minds as to what we want to accomplish, but also how we want to feel in the process and once we achieve what is that we want to achieve. So there are different ways to seek clarity. And let me start by saying that from my point of view, seeking clarity is a habit. I talked about habits before. It's one of my favorite topics to talk about. And I think clarity, it's a habit. If you practice it enough, you become stronger. It's like a muscle, right? When you train, it becomes stronger. The same happens with clarity. The first time you try any of the things that I'm going to share with you today, probably you're going to feel that it's hard or maybe you don't know how to do it or it's really not creating the level of clarity that you were expecting to achieve. But the more you practice, the more stronger you're going to become or your ability to seek that clarity. And it's, you're going to be able to achieve that clarity quicker. But it takes some time and practice to get there. So as I mentioned, clarity is a habit. It's one of those, from my point of view, keystone habits. What is a keystone habit? I might have shared this in previous episodes, but a keystone habit, it's a habit, first of all, empowering. It could be negative habit, but I want to focus on the positive sides of things. So I'm going to say that it's an empowering habit that has a ripple effect in other areas of our lives. And I think clarity is one of those keystone habits, one that no matter who you want to become or what you want to achieve is going to help you propose yourself to get there. And it's going to have a ripple effect in all areas of your life. Just like resting or exercising or nutrition are also keystone habits. But let's come back to clarity. I shared this week in the Living Your Best Life Challenge that there's three ways that I like to seek clarity. The first one is visualization. Visualization is not other thing that closing your eyes and visualizing yourself in a different situation. 
It could be visualizing yourself 10 years from now. It could be visualizing yourself in that important meeting that you have that week. It could be visualizing yourself in a particular project or endeavor. It's just like watching a movie in your head. And it's as easy as closing your eyes and imagining that situation or that point in time in the future and trying to be as detailed as possible. Try to see that movie as vividly as you can, paying attention to every detail in that movie. So let's say that you're doing a visualization of your life in 10 years. I did that at the end of 2019 as we were starting a new decade. And I visualized how I wanted this decade to look like for me. I closed my eyes and I, I transport myself 10 years in the future. And I tried to visualize, once again, as if I was watching a movie very vividly to the details of what clothes I was wearing who I was with, how I was feeling, every single detail. The more detail you are, the more vividly you see that image in your head, the better. Now, as I said, it takes repetition to get there. The first time I tried a visualization exercise, I did it for five minutes and I was done. Now, it takes me probably a good 30 minutes to do a visualization exercise because I'm paying attention to every single detail. It is important that when you do this type of exercises, you find a place where you're free of distractions, where you can really concentrate on that visualization. And if you need help, I know you can go to Google, Google knows everything, or YouTube, and I'm sure that you're going to find videos or recordings or audios that can walk you through a visualization exercise. That might be a great way to get started. The second way to achieve clarity is to do a vision board. I mentioned in the previous episode when I talked about winning 2020 that I've I, this year I've done two vision boards. I did one for the next 10 years as we were starting a new decade. And I did one while in quarantine as to how I wanted to come out of this season, this hard season of COVID. But a vision board is nothing else than a collage of images that represent your vision for that period of time that you're looking at. And once again, you can do a vision board for the next 10 years, the next five years, the next year. You can do a vision board for a hard season in your life, like in my case with COVID. Or you can do a vision board for a project that you're starting now. It, you can do it in different ways. The traditional way is to get a pile of magazines, a pair of scissors and some glue, and start cutting images that connect with your vision and the things that are valuable and important to you and putting them in a collage. I, to be honest, don't like that method. I, my way of doing it is I go to Pinterest and I start to searching for words that evoke my vision. Typically, I like to do a vision board right after a visualization. So once I've done a visualization, I go to Pinterest and I try to find images that represent what I saw in that movie in my head. And I start pinning all the images and then I go to PowerPoint 
You can do any other app. I'm very old school. I went to PowerPoint and I start pasting those images and grouping them and putting them in a way that makes sense to me. At the end, it looks like a traditional vision board, but is an electronic version of a vision board. What I like about this approach is that I save it as an image and I have it as the desktop in my computer. I have it as the background in my desktop of my computer. So every day when I turn on my computer, I see my vision board. And it's a good reminder, once again, of what is my true north. It becomes my compass every day. Every morning, I'm able to connect with my vision and reminds me of what am I working towards? Who am I working towards to become? And that helps me set the right mindset as I start the day so I can start showing up today as the version of me that I want to become at the end of this whatever season, whatever time. And it also helps me when I'm frustrated, when I think I, or felt that I've lost direction, I go to the desktop in my computer, I see my vision board, and that serves one again, once again as my compass. It tells me where to go. What are, where is that true north? And there might be different routes to get to your destination, right? If, if I was comparing this visioning this clarity with with a map there is a fixed route there might be several routes but typically your gps tells you this is the fastest route or this is the shortest route and you just follow that route all the way through you might detour if if needed but with the compass the difference is is just telling you direction it's giving you clarity as to directionally where you want to go. And that serves as a compass for all the decisions that you're making that day, that season, that year, or from now forward. Another way that I like to seek clarity is by journaling. I have to be completely honest. When I start hearing about journaling, I dismiss the idea of me journaling because in my mind, what I thought journaling was is like keeping a diary. Like when I was a teenager and I keep a diary, you know, the one with the lock so your parents could not read what you were writing in your diary or your siblings could not read what was in your diary. That was the idea I had about journaling. And I came to realize that I was very wrong about that. Journaling is about asking yourself tough questions and forcing yourself to answer those questions because the answers to seeking clarity are within us. But a lot of times we just stay in the surface. When we set goals for the year, when we think about or set intentions for the new year, we're only scrapping the surface. We're not going deep into our unconscious mind. And that's what journaling helps us unlocked. It helps us go deeper in ourselves to find our own answers. It's like you're becoming your own coach by asking yourself the right questions that and forcing yourself to answer them. So some questions that I ask myself when I'm trying to seek clarity are things like, who am I? What do I value? 
What is important to me? How do I want to feel? What are my strengths? Where are my weaknesses? And those are just level one questions. The beauty about journaling is not staying at level one questions, but going deeper and deeper and deeper, but asking yourself follow-up questions. Great questions to to ask yourself, sorry, are questions that start with what, how, why, why is a big one, when, All those are great questions to ask yourself and journal about. And the thing about journaling is that when you're writing, and I really encourage to use just paper and pen, there is a connection between what you're writing and your brain. So you're self-reflecting as you go. I think journaling is a great way to increase your self-awareness, to get to know yourself at a deeper level. Because... While we are the ones who know ourselves best, sometimes we don't. We all have blind spots. And journaling can help you develop self-awareness and get that clarity of what matters most to you, how things or certain things or situations make you feel. How do you react to certain things? Remember I talked about in the previous episode that we can control what happens around us, but we can control how we react to those things. And journaling can give you the clarity to get to know you better and know how is that you're reacting to those things. So then once you have gained that self-awareness, then you can close any gaps that you find. If you feel that you're not reacting the way that you would like to react, because a lot of times we react out of an impulse. But as we grow our self-awareness through journaling, then we can create a space between the situation and our reaction to that situation. And in that space is our power to decide how we want to react and react in a way that is going to feel our, feel or make us feel proud of ourselves. So journaling is a great tool to seek clarity. And it can be used to seek clarity in the long term, just like a vision board does, but also in the short term. Sometimes in the mornings, I will journal if I have an important meeting or an important event, I will journal about how do I want to show up for this specific meeting, for this specific event? And I write about it. I think about it. I visualize it as I'm writing it. And that gives me clarity as to how will the best version of myself show up and sets my mindset to a point where I can show up as the best version of myself, even if I'm yet not the best version of myself. So journaling is a very powerful tool. There are journals out there that you can purchase, that you can download, that will give you prompts and cues to get started with journaling. If you want to get started with journaling and use it to identify what is your ideal life, what is your ideal you, go to the link in the comments or the description of this podcast, and I'm going to leave one that I have developed called The Best You. I designed this 
small journal is very short, but is designed to create awareness as to where are you today in your life and awareness and clarity as to what your ideal life looks like. So go once again to the description of this podcast episode to download the best you. So these are three great ways to seek clarity, visioning, vision boards, and journaling. Sometimes I use an abbreviated version of any of this on a daily basis. I think I shared this technique or this tactic in previous episodes, probably in the one I did about how to stay focused. But when I said periods for me to work, I, I just block time in my calendar for me to get things done. Typically, I block a, flu, a full hour, but my goal is to work for 50 minutes, five zero. So I allow 10 minutes, five minutes at the beginning and five minutes at the end for the following. The first five minutes before that block of time are designed for me to visualize and set intentions for that block of time. What is that I want to accomplish in the next 50 minutes? How is that I want to show up in the next 50 minutes? What skills do I need to pull on and relay on in order for me to take the most out of these 50 minutes? Depending on what is that I'm working in the next 50 minutes, I need to pull on different skills and different strengths to allow me to produce the best quality work that I can in that period of time. That allows me to take the most out the next 50 minutes and make sure that I'm relaying on the right skills and strengths to create the best quality of work. The last five minutes after that 50-minute block of time, I use it to stand up, move around, fill my water cup, and pay attention to all the distractions that I had turned off during the last 50 minutes knowing that I'm going to have five minutes at the end to check my email, my phone, or whatever other notifications come my way in the last 50 minutes, allow me to turn them all off during the time that I'm working so I can be deeply focused on my task at hand. So that is a way that you can utilize some of these techniques on a daily basis. A lot of times when we talk about clarity, we think in the bigger scheme of things on our vision for our lives and um, our year goals. But the truth is that we need clarity both in the long term as long as in the short term. Starting with a long-term vision can set that true north, that direction. So on a daily basis, it's easy to do those exercises because we know what our true north is. We have that compass, that clarity of where are we going on the long term. There are studies that have shown and proved over and over again that seeking clarity is one of those habits that differentiate high performers from their peers. When you have clarity around where you're headed and who you want to become, that compass is going to guide you to perform at your best, to show up as the best version of yourself. I hope that you found today's episode helpful and interesting. If you did, please do me a favor, head to Apple Podcasts, to iTunes, and leave me a review. Once you're there, 
why not subscribe so you get notifications every time a new podcast goes live. And don't forget to share this episode with anyone that you think can benefit from today's content. With that, I hope that you have an amazing day and I'll see you again on another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. If you like today's episode and you would like to learn more about how to learn to visualize and do your own vision board, check the link on the description of this podcast to enroll to my vision board workshop on November 6th.